What is going on? Welcome to episode nine of the Lifting Up Podcast. I am your host for this fine Sunday. My name is Craig Bird. The man to the side of me here is none other than. Hi, I'm Alka. Okay. <laughs> that, that is Alka. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we do have a guest today. We'll bring him on here in just a minute. Uh, we'll do some quick catch up and all that, which is good. I'm, for multiple reasons, I'm glad we have this guest. I've been sick for the last few days, so I don't know how much speaking I have left in me. It's just not I feel you. I'm tired. <laughs> so you just finished. You just finished your block. Uh, your last block before the meet is that uh, correct? Prep. Yeah, prep is done. Um, we have our final deload. Um, some of the lifters have weigh-ins on Friday. I coach Saturday, get my weigh-ins done on Saturday, and then I compete on Sunday. You'll have oh, yeah. to keep us apprised of all uh, activities that take place that day. Oh, 100%. And if you want to do like a, a midweek recap on everything, we can do that. Okay. We'll, we'll check okay. in and see see how everything's going. Sounds good. All right. So anyone who is out there listening, make sure that you help those that help us. And let's start. We had long discussions last week about our friends at Pioneer Lifting. So go to generalleathercraft.com and check mm-hmm. out everything that Pioneer Lifting has as far as belts, lifting belts, regular belts, all sorts of leather things. As all well, the leather accessories. Leather accessories as well as wrap mm-hmm. straps and whatnot that they also have. I just want those damn knee sleeves. <laughs> we, we we gave them a we gave them a lot of a, a lot of run last week. It was nice. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right, all these places. Guess what? You can just stay online and do all these things. It's amazing. You can go to maxbarbell.com. At maxbarbell.com, you can find everything else that you can't find at Pioneer Lifting. Oh, yes. So that's where you can go that. Singlets, that's where <laughs> we get our singlets from. I, I just, I, that's, see, let's see, singlet, socks, whatever shoes. else. Shoes. Yes. That's where I've gotten all my shoes. Yeah, Good the point. ones that you wear every time you lift. <laughs> yes. All, all my lifting shoes I've gotten from maxbarbell.com. Mm-hmm. So thank you to maxbarbell.com. Yeah. Make sure you. Follow us if you did not link through this through Instagram at industry or not. I'm sorry, that's not us. That's us here at the gym that I'm at. <laughs> not us here as a whole. So if you want to check out the gym here where I'm coming to you from, it's at industry underscore strength co mm-hmm. and check it out there. You can also go to the website and all you do basically is you take out the underscore and add a .com at the end and, and you'll find yourself at the website. Try and keep it streamlined here. Super easy. Now, now, at <laughs> lifting underscore ugly, or search lift lifting ugly, and you can mm-hmm. find us on all, most all social media platforms. Oh yes. And for this fine gentleman, do, will you, do those, you think you'll? Uh, do you think? Oh, that's me. Hi. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, this, do this you think Elon is, is running Twitter? I was lagging so hard. <laughs> oh, is it? Uh, yeah. Oh, 
Uh, I was going to ask, like, do you think you'll hop onto Twitter now that Elon is running it? <laughs> I've tried Twitter before. I just can't. I can't figure out why it's a why it's a big thing. Oh, I won't. I won't use it. I'm just. I was just curious. Another platform to talk shit. <laughs> That's true. I, uh, hey, all right. Somebody scored a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my window, like right outside my window, is a really <laughs> shitty orange tree, and then the house right behind me. <laughs> oh, okay. They're watching yeah. some sports, some sports ball over there. Some big time sports ball watching over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's a good hold at Al Kahir at Bellies underscore out underscore benching, mm-hmm. and follow the SoCal shenanigans of him and his friends of Al oh, yes. friends out there in California. Go to uh, lift together. Oh wait! Oh oh. Okay. Well, I was gonna say uh, Adam's competing next weekend too, so it'll be uh, it'll be a, a decent amount of us that are about to compete. Oh, he'll be taking over. Hopefully, clean up shop. That's the goal. All right. Mm-hmm. Come home with with lots of pretty necklaces. <laughs> pearl necklaces. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, pearl. If, if you so desire, you can come home with those. Uh, All right, and. Go to our website. It's the Lifting Ugly website, liftingugly.com, where you can get all sorts of shirts. I have a shirt, flags, hats, beanies. A beanie was purchased right after I called out all. Right after I called out all of our lazy, lazy fans for not supporting. I did get a beanie purchased right after that. So hey, guess what? For those who say, "Why do you talk crap to people that can't possibly get them motivated to follow?" It works. Yes, trying to talk shit true. is real motivating. <laughs> <laughs> and anyone else who wants to support, go to patreon.com backslash lifting ugly, where you can join one of a few different tiers that include different things. Um, we'll get more into that at the moments when, again, you guys make it worth it. That's how that's so going to work. Do something, <laughs> buy something, yeah. do something about it. All right, so we're gonna run, we're gonna run through a, a quick uh, Craig's Facebook corner Love before that. we jump before we jump into this, and then right after our intro, we'll get in um, with Jesse, who is our guest this week. Mm-hmm. So let's go this one here. I used to be married, but I'm better now. And my <laughs> comment was, I keep getting sick. <laughs> now I just want to preface it. I just well, not, it's not a preface anymore. I just want to say. These are just things that I say. They have no meaning or bearing on anything else no, other no. than it is just what I find to be funny to say. You exact just talking shit. <laughs> that's what you're really good at. Next one. I post more memes and selfies because I'd rather see y'all smiling than falling in love. So my <laughs> comment, my my comment was that soft trough is mighty tantalizing. <laughs> so I'm assuming uh Randy posted that. <laughs> Randy did post that. Mm-hmm. All right. And then the last one that we got here real quick, believe it or not, some of your friends and relatives secretly hate you. So My secret. response has no secret. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. My family, my family loves me, by the way. Yeah. So there's no secret. All right. Mm-hmm. So again, thanks for everyone for being here. We do have our guests. We're gonna run this intro real quick and then we will be right back with Jesse.
face on the screen here this is the guy i was talking about is it 30 let's see we're going to do some quick math 34 years that you've been in powerlifting um i don't know i don't do math <laughs> <laughs> i think the that i ever did 80, was in 1988 1988 so bro I'm gonna say it's about 34 years. I think that might be right. So we're just gonna we'll just go with it. Okay. So, <laughs> so over over 30 that years. That makes 35 years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's been in the game for over 30 years. Um, has a gym in I guess it's officially in Parker. Is that correct? Centennial. Or actually, Centennial. Centennial. Centennial, yeah. Colorado, just south of Denver. Uh, physical therapist, is that correct? Yeah, I used to do that a long time ago. Gym, and I do a lot of body work on people. As well as powerlifting coach and a lot of kind of where, where we want to end up today, kind of finding out how you got there is, are you, you are the state representative for the Special Olympics? Um, so, so this year, national games in Orlando, and I was the Colorado. So we had four athletes. So we took them, two athletes represented from one of a team in Grand Junction, and then one of my athletes. All right. All right. All right. So let's find out. Just we'll have to start from the beginning. You're you're from you're from where I'm where I'm coming from. Where you're, you're from Grand Junction, right? Is yep. where where the origin uh, the or, origins of Jesse come from. Yeah. <laughs> and yep, you, I, you went to school out here. Well? I was. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I went to school outside of the mountain afterwards. So. And then, so what got you into powerlifting in the first place? Um. To lifting weights because we want to be closet body, and so then uh, you know yeah. someone tells you about, there's this other thing you can do where you can eat shorts on. I'm like, what? I lift heavy all the time, and so lift heavy, eat all the time, and shirt off. So I was like, this, this is perfect. <laughs> and then um, I. Was actually a gym over there, in a gym, uh, lifting weights, and I was uh, I score five for eleven reps at a bounce, and this lady in lo and behold, she ends up being one of my best. One Eatra Hill, who grew up in Grand Junction, I think she's a four-time. Um, 13 national records, track record for like, like over 
17. Uh, first woman squats 600. So that's, uh, that's substantial. <laughs> yeah. She's, start, she's, she's like, introduced me to this thing where you just eat, lift heavy, and do your thing. Yep. <laughs> And kind of have a vague six pack, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Only when I wear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all right. It's all about traps and forearms. <laughs> yes. yeah. And so, so, yeah. So you went through. You went through. Um, obviously, did a lot of powerlifting meets, competitions throughout. Yes. Yeah, so, so I did a. I did a. High school, there was a uh, PE coach there in the powerlifting, and he put on a, a, <clears throat> a local. And then uh, in, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, I think I was uh, one that, and then uh, uh, that's where I met. Ed. He came up to that meet and helped judge, and we went out. He set me up uh, uh, on a napkin. I built a routine out on that he wanted me to do. Started doing that routine, and then uh, did a you know rifle. Some guy had to meet there and rifle. And then I went to my first uh, uh, qualified for my first nationals, nineteen ninety-five. I went to uh, Philadelphia. To Baton Rouge. Um, so stuff. Is it okay? Can you can you hear his his audio? Okay. Uh, it's cutting out decently. Um. Let's see. I may. Hey, Jesse, can you sign out and sign back in real quick and see if that. That fixes that at all. Yeah, it, it, he keeps cutting out big time. It's like a lag, a lag and a choppiness to it. Yeah, and a ah. staticky. Yeah, hopefully we, hopefully that fixes. I don't know what. Maybe it's a speaker on his laptop. Yeah. All right, can you hear me now? Ah, that's much smoother. Yeah, it's better. All right, cool. All right, so we got, you were in, uh, so basically after Ed Cohen wrote down your, or you wrote down the basics of uh, that program for him, you just started going everywhere and and crushed to numbers. Is that basically yeah. what it is? Yeah, qualify for nationals and it's in California, did nationals again, did nationals again. Um, I think the eight was, uh, Compete for a while at 242s, obviously, because the 242s, which was probably <laughs> even though that was a lot of eating. So, so I'm only about 547 was my head. So until Ed went up to 242s, and I dropped back to 20. So, um, um, first nationals in 98. 1998 and in 99 for uh, 2000 nationals. I tore both my quads. 
Oh. Oof. In uh, one shot? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 218 um, attempt went down, came up, and I just heard this unusual sound ripping. Oof. And I said, I said, get out of the way. And I didn't. Um, oh. at, at the physical therapy at the community hospital. So I got back into town. And he, he said, down. so he just tore it apart. Like this back, back filled full of blood. Oof. 28 and a half, 29 inches round. Oh. That's some great, great pictures. <laughs> yeah, so you and, yeah, so you and Ed both blew, blew your quads off. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then um, came back and uh, did a meet in Utah. I was in Utah. And just to prove that, uh, um, and that was 2002, I did that meet. I squatted like six, could do it. And then, and like, got married, had kids, stuff like that. So, and you decide you can't continue to wreck your body because you had other priorities at that point. I beat my kids up a little bit when they got older. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, gotta let them know this boss. <laughs> Well, well, speaking of what, what's your what's your son squatting right now? Um, is a, a sixteen, uh, walking around about one eighty ish or something like that. That squats, deadlifts for I think it's that, and then benches two ninety. Hell yeah, that's killer. And and play and playing, way he plays uh. Inside linebacker, or? inside linebacker on the number, number three rank. Uh, brackets came out, so, so shit. The, so, yeah, he's a uh, uh, tackle shy of a hundred as a junior. Jeez. Clocks about about a four. Seven. Got, got a little speed to him as well. See, so that's gonna be a dangerous kid, man. <laughs> we got, got we got a few goals before we graduate. He wants to squat five in that area, and then he wants to bench a three thirty. I mean, with your help, it's not gonna take too long. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. He's, he's yeah. he lives in all all the times. Sometimes he morning and then goes to school and then comes back that apple. So, oh, right on. He, he digs it. So, so, so two. Was it? Did you say two thousand was your last meet you competed in? Two thousand one. Two thousand one. Two thousand two. And so, was it strict? Did you then. did you do coaching pretty much right after? I definitely helped out a lot of people. People and then I, I um and, and always uh, like the guys who were running meets. They'd always call for you know, hey, can you come and help for my trip? I'll go to Vegas really quick or, or wherever and tag that way. And, and then um, I would kind of reach out and just ask if I'd help them through some kind of 
that. And then uh, we opened, we started my, my kind of thing in 2000, was it 2011? And then busters and started really, really started putting five. Started putting a lot of science together. There wasn't a lot of information on powerlifting. I mean, it's, you know, even considered a, a sport. I mean, because eight year old can do it, an 80 year old can do it. It's doing it and they can only do it, right? So, but in the world, right? Because anybody right. can do it. I can fish, but mm. for some reason, I'm not on the fishing. <laughs> Yeah. So that I think everybody needs to, you know, no, no, nobody, no, everybody's out to help everybody. Like, you know, as the guy who's in your, in your practice is, did, did all of my produce a bigger number out of me? I can take fit if I PR by because no one, no one paid me to make, first. you know, I didn't get, right. get paid five yeah. Yeah. grand or ten. <laughs> all, all I wanted to do is make sure I just, you know, my, my, you know, was whatever I was doing was working. And then and I got to go display my talent. And that's, that was the most important thing to me. When, you know, we were in high school. And there was only thirty people lifting, but we're hand, we're hand writing scorecards. Not yeah. nothing like we were there forever, but everybody and I mean it was different. Everybody on to be successful. A lot of times you might have you know every there be everyone in their own weight class anyways, their own. Division. You look. You just want to lift more weights. That's very true. I mean, I've only come across a few people that really suck in this sport. I mean, they've all been at competitions, but for the most part, it's always people just willing to get their shirt off their back for you. And it's definitely a nice quality that the sport has that not a whole lot of others have. I mean, we're all just and see, trying it, to get the next best total. <laughs> when I lifted, when I lifted, we were all, all do it. What raw was? Us. So we yeah. took three people to get your shirt on. People to get your shirt on. It yep. took wraps and and wrap you and stuff like that. Everyone was out to help everybody. No, oh yeah, absolutely. Nobody, you know, is different now. Now it's raw. You, you got you know people. We we took our full minute to get ready. Ready, you know. Oh, I mean, it took a village to do anything with single ply, multi ply, whatever. Like when I was working with Seth, help, trying to help him get into his diaper suit was just like <laughs> either we hung him from the squat bar and I tried to pull it into him, or like trying to just lay on the ground and like put, like put my feet on his shoulders and try and pull the fucking suit up. Like <laughs> yep. it's, it's oh, yeah. a mission. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's exhausting trying yeah, to get that suit on, dude. <laughs> yeah, five guys are knuckles just holding on the yep. suit while you try to. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it took him. It didn't. It wasn't like it was, it was now, where he's like, probably he's training, and they get in and get out. It took. Mm -hmm. 
no, it's a whole adventure trying to get someone with their wraps on, trying to get their suit on. Try it's just <laughs> it definitely uh, it takes more than two people to try to get that shit done. <laughs> so then, what um, what what federations have you been involved with the most? So I competed pretty much under U.S. and then and uh, and then I was probably or something like that. It broke off into U.S. and then I've been a part of W. RPF. We've even done a couple of USAPL meets. I never looked at it as like a federation meet against somebody else. It was just always, you know, to this day, I'm going to my best competition squad. You could never get 705 on the plat double on the gym once, but yeah, could make it work. And that's you know, I, you know, 700, you know, 700 took first, second, or third. And I, just, mm-hmm. I don't even know if we really got like mess. I think you might, I think I have a, like, hey, hey, you took first. Okay, great. great. <laughs> 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 on, on to the next one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you even had medals. I mean, I don't know. My first nap. Nationals was in. Yeah, you know, I got to watch, watch Kirk, and then I got to watch Shane Ham. Um, what at Super Heavies at? Um, I got seen Gene Bell like something at one ninety eight. Um, crazy the people that came out and that. that yeah. That this is so cool because looking in the earth. Just like I do, it's not like like they're letting mm-hmm. you like can't, can't touch. I mean, like you're like, hey, try this, this, try that. that. I saw uh, I think he pulled eight hundred in his spin. George George Brink pulls up like eight. Oh my god, this is this is fun. You know? and that stuff kind of gets you get you hyped because you know someone else can do it. And it no, it definitely keeps your hopes up. That's for sure. <laughs> that's why, like, I I don't know. Most meets that I'm going into, I'm more so curious to see what everyone else is going to do. Like, I, I'm excited to compete. And I'm excited to do my thing, but I love watching everyone else do their shit. Like, even if I don't place, like, it's kind of cool to watch what people are capable of because I'm like, all right, cool. Maybe that's my next step or maybe that's my next number. But I don't know. It's always interesting to watch. I, I compete on Sun or next Sunday, so I'm, I'm excited to uh, – Get myself going again. Um, it's at it's at a gym in Vista, California, called Ironmongers. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, it's, uh, it's uh USPA. Yeah. So they host uh, WRPF and USPA. This one's a. Uh, I think this one's a qualifier for nationals in Alabama next year. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we can qualify for some because it's about goddamn time that I do. <laughs> I mean, and that's and that's the thing too is like, you know, you get get into this, it gets kind of, and I think everyone should probably like going to nationals just for the mm-hmm. the environment the of it. Yeah. yeah, but other than that, I mean, really, you can't afford it or whatever. Stay at home and do make the same record. Yeah, 
Packers there. Exactly. You know, right. you're, you're fine there. I mean, there's a lot of times where because I was going to take a vacation with it, you know? Yeah. I mean, make a little something, something out of it. One of those things where, you know, if you can't still keep competing, but if you ever do, yeah, mm-hmm. I think you do one. Every organization is putting up. I mean, Mike is doing some fun stuff. And um, I, you know, I broke off three years ago. Um, Bill tries to, you know, Steve's still trying to do his. USPF is starting to try to make a push this big in, in east, east sides of the state, trying to make a push down here now. Too. And APF is trying to make a push down here. So I'm doing and see where you're at. A lady who's getting ready for a meet up here at Pursuit. And she just wanted something to train for. That's what powerlifting is. Mm-hmm. Right there, man. Right. Like, if I don't have a game plan or if I don't have a meet set up, like, no, my training doesn't ever go to shit, but it's just like, it, it kind of, it's more like lackluster. Like I need to be training towards something. I need to be working towards something. I need to have some sort of goal at the end of my six months of torture or else it's just to me, it, it's kind of for not. <laughs> it definitely makes a huge difference. Powerlifting's rough. It's tough. Dude. Brutally beat you up and mentally messes you up. I mean, oh, dude. I mean, I just, I just, I've been training since January for this one on Sunday. So like, and I just hit my last, like we just did our openers this week and like, I mean, everything moved fine, but it's just like nothing moved as fast as I wanted it to. Like, it just I don't know. I'm at the, I'm at the point where I feel like I've been hit by a fucking bus so many goddamn times. I'm so ready for this. Don't hit your opener, man. Yeah, don't I mean, hit your. That's a that's that's a big man watching it because this is. I mean, there's days you get up best squat day ever. Yeah, and then you go. You can't. And who knows? Maybe you ate. <coughs> yes. Who knows what it is? Mm-hmm. It. The whole point of the competition is to see. But if you play with your numbers ahead of time, that could that you just like you oh, start dude. questioning. Yeah. I, I, that I mental aspect it. of like, am I gonna do it? Yeah. <laughs> well, thankfully, just, like. Like food and sleep and everything's been on point. Um, it was more like a ballpark, so I think it's it was relatively within like the 10, 15 pound range of what we were planning on hitting. So nothing, nothing felt bad. Nothing was beat up. It was just that that okay, this is the last week of training, so things are just uh, things are fucking tired. <laughs> My body hurts. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean it's 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 tough when you start bringing in the mental aspect. You get really jacked up if you nurse and it it doesn't kill. Oh yeah, totally. Like you thought it yeah, was. no, I mean like <laughs> really bad, man. Yeah, so I mean, thankfully, like I know I'm a I'm a game day guy, so like even if I don't hit something that I know I should have hit, I know it's gonna be their meet day. So there's something about the environment. There's something about having my training partners there, and let's just, I mean, call it the adrenaline aspect. But like I know I'm always gonna. I'm a I'm a hit what I need to hit that's for sure and I'm excited about it so no, I didn't let it get actually, to my head too bad yeah published on that um, I think it was public that talked about usually if their training was 
par. They're good. Um, just, just from the environment, we're up or yeah. Just the serotonin crowd. You know, from the four days, three days rest, whatever you do. There was a good for another 15. I had a guy a couple weeks ago. Uh, Delif was supposed to be 475. Couldn't yeah. pull it. Uh, told me I, I didn't do it. Man. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Yeah. And ends up pulling like like that. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just one of those things. Like right now, my curse number for deadlifts is a uh, 730. So <laughs> I hit it. I hit it a month ago, and it got stuck in my fucking knees because my starting position was off just a little bit. I had a little bit too much sodium that morning, <laughs> so I got, it was hard for me to get down to the bar and brace properly. And then. Uh, not this past week, but the week beforehand, I got it. It, it locked out, but it started slipping out of my fingers because I, my fucking hand wasn't planted hard enough on the bar. So the plan is just to like mm-hmm. ignore that number in general and try and go right past it because <laughs> the speed off the floor was fine. You do, you, was fine. you do something, you know, sub underneath that where you like to go now. So and it just kind of yeah. Goes, so. Well, we did. Uh, we we tried seven sixteen the the previous weeks before that, and it flew off the ground. So we we're like, all right, we're gonna try seven thirty in three weeks, and uh, it just wasn't there that day. And then the other week, it was it was there. It came off the ground just fine. It never got stuck, but my fucking hand started slipping. And that's one thing that I like like to think I pride myself in is good grip. And I don't know, call it adrenaline or whatever you want to call it, but uh, I rushed my setup and I had to get my hand planted strong enough. And it just started, like, I got to the top and it started slipping into my fingers. By the time I was at the top, it was sitting right here. And I'm not going to adjust, you know, seven plus and well, I mean, just to curl it. <laughs> it's hugely important, right? And this is grit. So, whatever they say from here to here. And from yeah. here, 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 then you're wrist. Yeah. So the only connection is your grip. Mm-hmm. So you'll hear me coach people like, squeeze the shit out of that on squat bench and dead. Because it's your, your shoulder. Oh, yeah. Neurologically, mm-hmm. connection, you don't feel like you have the bar. It's really important. I mean, Oh yeah, grip is more important to me than anything. Is just that is grabbing it. So you better have squeeze the living shit out of it. Oh, it'll be death grip on Sunday, man. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna find some way to overcompensate and make sure that bar is absolutely planted in my fucking hand because I I, that's that's my one thing for bench is um after I get my setup. If there's there's one thing that's really worked for me is I'm so I'm ring finger on the knurling break on the outside. So I plant my hand and then I work my way from my pinky to my thumb because I mean this is gonna be the strongest part of your hand, right? So I want to make sure that this is planted. So I drive extra hard with the outside of my palm just to make sure it doesn't f- come flying out of my hands <laughs> out of my chest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just with uh I think it's a I don't know if it's a pronator or a supraspinatus. Um lack of mobility but like trying to supinate my hand to get down to the bar was not there that day and i grabbed with these and i basically had a shotgun hand because my fucking pinky would couldn't grab the bar tight enough and it just fell out of my hand which <laughs> just aggravated the shit out of me <laughs> so, 
you can do a so there's a so just do like a, a upside down kettle <laughs> extend yeah. your arm all the way out rotate okay i do it with a uh we have a heavy wooden dowel that i use and i grab the opposite end of it and i slowly supinate mm -hmm. my hand do it with the kids so it feels the same as if you got weight in your hand then it translates into your shoulder better when mm -hmm. you're doing a weighted rotation learn, learn that yeah. so then when you take it off rotate even more in that contracted position imitates more of that weighted movement yeah that makes a hell of a lot more sense <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I do that a lot. With a lot of people that have shoes. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the that's the plan after this meet is. Um, I mean, there's obviously kinks and dings that need to be worked out, but we're gonna do a little bit of a body recomp and then just hammer out mobility work because my upper back needs a lot of love and I uh, mm -hmm. my mobility and my thoracic cavity is absolute dog shit. <laughs> so, right. And it's and it, it uh it was starting to take a toll on my bench for a little bit, so we started working on a whole lot of it. But um, yeah, it's just um that's definitely the one thing that I need to be on top of more is uh, making sure everything's mobile enough to make sure that the movement moves properly without anything coming flying off. <laughs> if you look at human movement in general, you have to be more, you can be stable, and you have to be yeah. stable before you. Those are the, the three S mobility stability. Ability than strength. In the strength, you want to protect the move they're doing well. Correct a little bit along the way to perform, and then you redo that. Yeah. Protect, correct, develop. So I have to do that a lot. With, like logically, they could be really, really. You're doing this well. Let's just try a little. Then they correct it, and we do it really good. A bit and then we come back, back to the drawing board or protect. Yep, makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> so, so what, what you're most involved now is I mean, you, you have your people that you're working with, but you're, you're most involved with the Special Olympics, is that right? So, right now, we just ran a go. Um, it was a multi again every year with the idea of hoping and having at least 20 to 30 um, and we're going to grow so we're, we're looking at how to meet um, with the idea of trying to run quadrants of high school try to run by year five so we're going to run like a East, West, and then we're going to run like a Denver, and then we'll yeah. run like an all-state all kind of something like that. That's um, I have ideas. Yeah, I have ideas to grow East, you know, a, a thousand a year through all the meets. Mm -hmm. nice. So we're going to really kind of develop that. If you like all your – Brands and stuff like that. They they all look at high school work, and some of you even recognize it at work. I talked talk to Chassa a little bit. We're you know we're in discussions a little bit with them to sport if we decided to go that route. 
sure if I want to do that, right? I mean, once you start doing overseas everything, you get a governing body, it gets, oh, yeah. it gets like WRPF, it gets like, like US. I don't know if we'll ever turn it over to them, but start to show it and kids want it, maybe we'll make it all right. Nice. That'd be rad. I know there's, we have a lot of high school kids that uh, obviously they come into the gym for various reasons, but then they see, they see the guys that are doing powerlifting, uh, those types of movements anyways, and are always very interested, probably for the same reason that you became interested when you were in high school. Is like, okay, so I can lift weights, I can lift heavy, and I can eat whatever I want. I don't, that's, you know, that's not the diet restriction. Within, within reason. Me out. <laughs> right. Within, and then it's not, yeah, it's, it's not a, that's where we all go off the rails is we're like, oh, yeah, we oh, yeah. whatever we want. But, uh, you know, with it, with it, but it's not a bodybuilding, you know, nutrition plan. And so it's, not that, it's a little more it's appealing. Not, not that regimen. No, dear God, no. <laughs> but I think it would be, it, it would be, it would be great to see like, something for them i mean i guess they can they can do regular meets but for them to be able to compete as a high school you know a high school team i think would be i mean it'd be fun i would give them just another another avenue to, to kind of direct everything versus it's got to be football baseball wrestling you know they well, get they can go strictly you, for that you look at look at if you look at all the right so chasa tells the football coach you can start making contact with your players. Or you can't make contact with them anymore. A bunch of coaches from wrestling in high school, when they're like high school sport, because guess what? You're firing to coach. So now they get to make sure and doing it on a consistent basis. It's a high school sport. Like, oh, it's high yeah. school season. It's high school need to be here. Have to be here, which is you know they can't do anything. They just have to say, "I hope you, you know, I can assist you in any way." But I can't. I can't reprimand you if you don't. Would help yeah. that with a lot of it. Right. It would help all of our gyms. It would help your gym, powerful clubs. Right. Exactly. Powerful clubs like they have chess club or uh, or whatever clubs they want. Now they have a powerful club in that. And then yeah. the spinoff is all benefit too. Because if you got some kids that say, I have records, well, then go break records. You can go to APA meet or WR, USA. It'll benefit everybody. Right. Uh, yeah. High school going because all your pools are powerful. So we got to get this thing going. Mm-hmm. Well, there's nothing more aggravating than than watching a kid who has only lifted with his high school team work out in your gym, and you get to see all the terrible Dude. techniques and it's, everything that that rough. they get that they get taught <laughs> at school because there is really nobody there that can teach them that does teach them properly. The coaches know how to coach their sport; they don't know how to coach lifting. Think they they need, need to stay in their own lane, but I mean we see that at all the high school football level. You know, all these high school football coaches just would go. Yeah, why don't you worry about, about more plays? 
things with players are, are you know, analyze you on something you're really kind of not good at. Right. There's a reason is that is. when you get when you get into college, they have strength and conditioning coaches specifically for that purpose to make sure that and big colleges have, have like that's all they did. Yeah. Yep. That that guy from like I think the guy from, I think it's Tennessee was the highest paid one nineteen thousand a year or something like that. So what he's made? Yeah, it's. It's, a, it's just that there's not much incentive when you're not getting paid that well. Right. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> oh no, no I have credit because you know he was eating peanut butter jelly for probably Dude. 10 yeah. to 15 years. There's a job that paid him enough to get an apartment. So. Right. And then having to work weekends when you're out of season and blah, blah, blah. And just, no, oh, dude, like cause the, the strength coaches at Mesa make dog shit money. And it is just like you can't survive off of it. So you have to have some other form of income on top of yeah. the, you know, 60 hours that you're putting inside of the gym with your athletes. Cause, you know, that's a, a 5 a.m. to 7 p.m. day, Monday through Friday, you know, depending on what fucking sport you're with. Yeah, I mean, blah, blah, blah. I, a lot of your D2 programs. And they need to hire like they need a career. Because mm-hmm. then that like for if I if I job at that level, let's say I'm at fifty five, fifty seven, whatever, all my t- time and all my effort because I I, I want to see if we can win a title or whatever. Yeah, but, you know I'm I'm gonna get married here in another three years. How am I gonna live off of fifty five? You do 70 hours a week and being here around week. Yeah. You know, it's you exhausting. Hire the guy that's tail in and he might be forever. Well, I mean, just what I noticed, like in general, like with uh, the guy now and then the dude beforehand, it's the same injuries. It's always, it's always a quad issue or it's always a hamstring issue. It's always a rotator cup. Like it's always the same injuries that I've noticed just because there's so many imbalances with the training. So like the way I see it is like, if you're going to be investing yourself and trying to get a season without injuries, trying to make it to playoffs without injuries or an entire season without a kid having to back out due to something that was poorly done in the weight room. Like that's, I mean, to me, that should always be priority, but like I, I did a couple of afternoons in, um, in Mesa's uh, uh, weight room downstairs, and it was just hard to watch, man. Like, I mean, I get, I get it. It's really hard, like especially when you're working with football boys or something like that, and you have a room full of you know 60 dudes. It's kind of hard to keep track of what everyone's doing. <clears throat> but if you're using weightlifting for GPP or just general strength, why not just use basic movements instead of clean and jerk or hand cleans or just like keep it simple. Do box squats. Use the trap bar. Like I don't know. To me. Using simple movements can carry over a lot farther when you're using or when you're using strength training as a secondary, you know. I mean, I'm a big proponent of like in a high school weight room. Mm-hmm. Now, you better be doing that well. Yeah. Because that's a high, high, high reward, you know, move, move but I mean, you're doing it in a group setting, and they're kind of doing it on their own. And you're just kind of watching. Someone's gonna get hurt. 
Yeah. I mean, and then it's it's the regression of the movement. So you got to teach them how to front squat properly. I got to teach them how to hand clean properly. Like there's just there's so many other components that can just be eliminated if you're using basic movements for for strength. You know, I yeah. don't know. I just there's so many Super holes in what I see. It's just hard to watch. Like that. Mm-hmm. that too. I mean, I don't like I said, I'm not I don't in snatches. I mean, if you got a good, I, mean, I think you can, if you don't, you can sign a good deadlift. Right. Yeah. It solves all, it solves all problems. <laughs> if you can squat and deadlift good, I mean, what else do you yep. need in life? I don't know. I'm a, I'm a fan of a big bench, but right. maybe just <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> my bench, my bench was, was only like a four I think I did a, like a 407 competition at two times. well see here's the thing though so I was talking to uh, the gym owner that uh, the place that I'm training at now and it's just this sport can get so convoluted when you're around the strong people 24-7 you know what I mean like it, it's so easy to diminish your lift when you're like oh, okay I only bench this much because everyone around me at this weight class is doing this like you're still fucking benching 400 pounds. Like you still got a whole 400 pounds in your hand with stability and make sure you lock that shit out. Like I, it's hard to kind of keep your numbers in check. Like, cause my training partner is a, a two, he's a 242 heel squat close to seven heel bench over five. And he's, we're planning on pulling 800. So like the dude is an absolute fucking powerhouse, but it, like, it's just, it's so hard to keep your numbers in check when you're around strong people 24 seven. Cause that's your normal now, you know? You're kind of in the in the group of the, the smaller niche of people that are. I'm not saying better than other people because that's that's so wrong to say. But you're just you're you're around people that are just strength wise a lot higher than most people are. So it's kind of it just it gets so lost in the in the mix with uh, being happy with your numbers. I guess that's one thing that I've really tried to teach myself is making sure that I'm happy with what I'm doing and the progress yeah, that I'm making. Actually, it's, it's it's your number, man. I mean- Mm-hmm. I don't. You're not going to meet saying, saying, I just want to be my numbers. I want to validate Absolutely, my training, man. You know, all my yeah. hard work does something. I, you know, whether it ends up being a, uh, <clears throat> whatever, but just as long as you, you pee first. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, my biggest thing is if I can PR my total and PR my numbers. Like, I'm super cool with that. Like, I never go into a meet looking up or, like, you know, looking who I'm going up against and all that kinds of stuff because, for me, it kind of it makes the thing wishy-washy when I'm in the first place I'm doing this for myself, you know. So even if I don't make the podium, if I still put 60, 70 pounds on my total, I'm stoked with that. We're, we're, making, yep. we're making some big jumps, so like, I'm, I'm excited to see what, uh, what we end up doing. Yep. So that's, we, yeah. That's how everyone should live. Got a lot. Absolutely, of, man. Got, you know, I mean, that's okay. I'm not. I don't care. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, but I just always try to chase my. Yeah, I mean, the last thing I want to do is before I walk up to the platform, thinking like, okay, if I don't make this number, I'm not qualifying for this. Or if I don't make this number, I'm not gonna, you know, make podium or blah blah blah. Maybe it's just because I didn't play sports growing up, and I just don't have a. I want to say like externally competitive nature when it comes to myself. Yeah. I'm going to make sure I push myself in the right direction and make sure that I'm going to do what I'm doing, but like, I'm not physically trying to be there to compete against other people. I want to make sure that 
I leave that meat with a bigger tool than I did, you know, six months ago. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, Jesse, we want to have you on again, if that sure. works for you. Um, probably be a couple weeks from now. He's got his meet next weekend, so we probably won't do a whole lot then. Um, but yeah, we'll schedule a timeout. Um, that way we can get kind of into, uh, like you talked about, the science, more of the science and in, in the movements of, of the powerlifting movements for everyone to kind of get a, a better idea of what we're looking for. Um, and you've been around it long enough. You've been teaching it long enough. There's sometimes I know I can, I know what I'm looking for. I don't know how to explain it. And so I like when people know more than me can actually explain it. So that I'm like, yes, that's what I wanted that's to say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, and it just kind of give best thing in the, that there's so many different ways to teach squat bench dead anymore. You said, Said a lot of ways to understand it so you can because everyone's going to be at a different so some you're going to go it find it an, a way that clicks with, with them and you record right because yep i, I'm, I just they just want to come out here and lift and, and have but i want, want to get better you know they're they're soon get better so you just find little you said that make it easier to relate to or, or explain it in a way, way that they understand that's that's yeah. the, that's the thing i try to learn from a lot of analogies that people will use to explain like you know you, you just can't get down you're like how does a gorilla like that that perfect pick the bar up now yeah that's, <laughs> exactly that's like get like a girl like, there you go did it instead we're a little bit but keep keep your shoulders slightly here squeeze your shoulders and you're like stand like Fine. a gorilla yeah. oh, okay now, <laughs> now I, go i didn't think it's like that man i mean good um, cues and uh making sure training's fun are two of the biggest components like find it if you can't communicate with your lifters and you can't pick up on their non-verbals and the verbal communication obviously it's gonna make training so much more difficult <laughs> keep things simple man that's that's definitely one thing i've learned is you don't need to do the fancy shit because that's when people start getting pissed off and thinking you're just trying to be smarter than them and blah 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 so find the easiest way to communicate complex things simply and you are in the clear and it's still just picking up heavy shit and putting it down. <laughs> exactly <laughs> like god damn man <laughs> that's the Birth of a personal trainer. I yeah. Jesus, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. So, so we yeah, absolutely we not every time, but we this time we uh we have a, a little. I call it a game show. It's just a game that we do called White Lights Red Lights. Obviously, you know what the significance of the White Lights Red Lights is, and then I just give scenarios that you will judge based on obviously three white lights positive three red lights negative and then the the in-betweens okay i mean you you can obviously have your druthers and explain yourself if you want to do like two reds and one white or so on and so forth like you can yeah. have your explanation to why you feel about things yeah so this is why i'm gonna let alki take it away let's do you have a, <laughs> do you have a setup do you have a setup you can come up with 
Oh man, I feel like I've exhausted so many of them. I've gone so into detail and um, I've gone so lavish with them. Uh, we'll we'll keep this one safe for the uh, right. or nice and easy for the listeners. Let's do, do, do a basic. <laughs> All right, so powerlifting, super simple. What the judges are looking for, or what the lifters are looking for. Excuse me. Three white lights, two white lights. One white light is a huge bummer. Two red lights, huge bummer. Three red lights, absolute failure. And the only time I ever see three red lights being okay is if you gave it your all and it just wasn't there that day. But you didn't give up. You either blacked out or you dropped it. <laughs> all right. Passed out, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Blackout see, or blackout. <laughs> Seeing see a couple of those. All right. So this has nothing to do with lifting at all. Um, we did talk about this on the podcast last year. It did come up, but I'm going to break it down more specifically. Um, we did a white lights, red lights, where I brought up adults in costumes. Do you remember that, Alki? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> okay. So my, I'm not. I, I think it's a kind of weird adults in costumes. That's just my personal thing. But I wanted to break it down because there's a, there's a wide range of what we call adults. All right. So first one is going to be, we're just going to go age brackets. So in their 20s. So adults i guess if we're gonna call sorry okay kids in their 20s adults <laughs> <laughs> is it okay for 20 20 year olds to go out dressed up I'll see, we'll start with you jesse they're 20 year olds to get dressed up i'd say yes as long as there's a cash. Yeah, no, if you're, yeah. if you're just don't do it. But if there's a cash price for the best, I'm, I say it's okay. It's like a cost of You're they going to be the only one drinking. So. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, be it's got to be 20 years. Like, I don't want you going as a 20 stupid car. Cartoon that relates to thirteen. You go in twenty year old dressed up as like, like one year I got, got dressed up and I went at, right right all white swim team. That's an appropriate. T- <laughs> I'm not so generally up like generationally it has to make sense. <laughs> yeah, then I'll white lights if you do that shit. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. No, that's horrible. Okay, what's your stance? Um, you know, I guess it depends. Uh, I live in California, so you're gonna see some real uh, interesting costumes on the weekends. I, I still bounce out here, so uh, I get to see the weirdest of the weird. Um, I don't know why everyone has to have a slutty rendition of everything. Uh, nurse, referee vampire blah 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 um they have to do about this um well (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna say no but half the time it's the dudes that are dressing up like that and i'm like all right that's a little too much that's that's too much skin for me (laughs) um yeah (laughs) um you know i'll I'll give it two whites one red one red being there's either that really crappy costume someone tried too hard didn't try hard enough or they're just uh just sloppy with it you know 
Like they, they you could have done a little bit better. So I'll give it two whites just to be just to be safe. All right, and then we'll we'll skip the thirties. Is just pretty much going to hit. Um, it, I mean, it's just going to land in the middle where it is. So, how about people over forty? You know, so <laughs> 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 I I I got to kind of give it. To me. I mean, is have a party, but I, I'm not. A big fan, I, and and I give the I give because the only thing I'd say on that is dressed up in that age group, they're doing it in fun little, little like that's fair, you know, married, you know, he's out right. a Bundy and showing something like that, like a lock and key, mm-hmm. key or, right. like a dress as her spouse kind of thing. I, you got some. Together thing, forty, and you're doing it by yourself. I'd have to get. Uh, <laughs> that just that I mean, just feels extra the, lonely, though. If you're seeing someone like every, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> go to the, have a good time, but I just makes I me sad. Getting dressed up, I'm, I I see I see a lot of it posted, and it it just it feels. I mean, we're in we're in an age of of look at me anyway. And that's just, that's just extra, like just, yeah. I don't know. It's really, it, you know, I don't, I don't fault, I won't fault anyone for doing it if they want to. It just makes me feel weird. Well, it's always the same people that post too much on Facebook. <laughs> well, that's true too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then um, the other one, or there's, I have two more, not about costumes. The other, I think we did one of these last year as well, but all right. So white lights, red lights on candy corn. Ugh. All red. Oh uh, man, it's, it's my man. <laughs> freaking in the world, oh, man. I, I, you need to like. You're, I gotta pay you to take that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just it's so. My boys never eat that. It's the one one candy that I cannot. Like it'll and then no, I'm not gonna eat it because that's oh, trash. The texture, the taste, it's I mean, Craig also likes eating candy, period, regardless of what it is, right. as long as it has sugar in it. So sugar, I've, I'm, I've I'm seen him, I've it. seen him hoof down uh peeps, and those are fucking wow. disgusting. Because <laughs> <laughs> he has the palate of a six-year-old. <laughs> well, <laughs> so like, what I think is what I think is interesting because I like yeah, I do. I like all these candies that everyone says they hate. I like I like candy corn. I like peeps. I like circus peanuts. Everyone says they hate them. <laughs> they're so but, gross. <laughs> but yet every year these things are put out and they're sold off the shelves. Yeah. And so somebody's got to like. I I just don't think people are confident. Like I think they feel so beat down by the by all the negativity that they're afraid to come out and express. Look at you getting so maybe, <laughs> maybe just maybe their person that's buying them is one that really likes them and gives it some like of knowing that they're going to get to eat them all. Year. Right. Yeah. It's like, maybe it's just like the it's like the uh, the idea of it. Like okay, it's Halloween, so I have to buy this to give them out. Like I don't know. Right. Yeah. Just leave it? It's a it's a decoration they put in a bowl and just you know, there. Oh, if you get a bunch of candy. Corn from Craig 
because you're not gonna touch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, Craig, you're the guy yeah. in the party who's just sitting there eating the garbage candy out of the bowl. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would I would. I'd be on the couch, I'd have the little bowl and I just uh... Soberest guy there, super jacked yep. up on sugar. <laughs> <laughs> My mind running wild from all the sugar. Yeah. All right, and then the last one is is basically a, a yes or no because I have a problem with the terminology. Is a fun size candy bar really fun? <laughs> a fun fun. Is there? Any- I'd say no. Yeah, it's not big enough. Clearly, yeah. There's nothing you can ask any woman out there. There's nothing fun about something that big. Hey man, that's average. <laughs> and if you're if, if you're if you're already questioning this, I gotta be fun. But anyway, <laughs> to put the word fun next to the size on anything, you're good. Anyway, so. they should just put yeah, adorable you, on it instead. You just <laughs> right. It's like it's like fun, adorable raising nothing. Look, this is was fun about next the size. No, like, not at all. It's not fun, right? It's fun. Like, like where do I get fun in fun rate? The word fun next to anything doesn't work out. Exactly. Like when they, they throw extreme or they throw anything else. It's just, yeah. just they're trying to convince Pay. themselves that it was a good idea. Exactly. Price for right. fun. <laughs> You're right. Just because it's fun. All right. Well, Jesse, thanks for joining us. Jail time afterwards. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Required if I have any fun after. All right. Well, Jesse, we appreciate you joining us today. We will bring you back on. We'll leave you with this. Okay. So may all your lifts be light. Well, right on. And all your Well, all right. I'll take that. That's what it's about. Like I said, we'll we'll schedule another one and we'll we'll get you back on and get more in depth on the actual lifting itself. Sure. Sounds good. Let me know. Awesome, Awesome, Jesse. Thanks for joining us. Later, man. All right. We'll buy him a microphone. Yeah, we should. But I got about half of uh, all of that. We get the gist of what was, yeah. what was going on. Yeah. Um, I wish I heard more of his uh, ending statement. Well, we'll get it again. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to revisit the things that we missed. Um, I, yeah, that's the only thing I can think is that it was a had to be a mic issue, uh, but we'll get that straightened out so that way we can uh, we can hear more of what he's got. That's why I didn't want to get I didn't want to get too crazy into any of the details because um, I didn't want anyone to yeah I didn't want anyone to miss I mean what is going to be like some good ass information. Dude's a wealth of knowledge, so right. (laughs) So we want to make sure that we get we have the best opportunity. So. Well, I maybe I'll maybe connect with them and get kind of a check as well, and, yeah. uh, and make sure that we're set up so that next time um, 
we can all, you know, we get the best information we possibly can out of it. All right, let's go over these real quick again. GeneralLeatherCraft.com for pioneer lifting stuff. MaxBarbell.com for lifting stuff. Other than what's at Pioneer, mm -hmm. you can visit the gym here where I am at at industry underscore strength co dot or just under just at industry underscore strength co. The dot com is for the website. Show at lifting underscore ugly. Search lift lifting ugly. Speaking of, you can follow Alki at bellies underscore out underscore benching. It's pretty mediocre, but we're here. It's all sorts of fun at your at your gym place. And all your all the, the crew the crew over there. Mm -hmm. that you've got all right make sure you go to our website liftingoglue.com check out everything that we have available there patreon.com backslash lifting ugly where you can join as a monthly subscriber okay best of luck this week as you prepare for your meat thank you and i will we, prep my meat properly yes we need properly prepped properly prepped meat mm -hmm. for the best results uh-huh. I and, want a thick marinade on this beat. We'll, <laughs> we will. We'll follow up with you shortly after. Yeah. And we'll probably post the results so anyone that cares to know may know ahead of time. Otherwise, if anyone gives a fuck. <laughs> that's right. If anyone really cares. Otherwise, we'll uh, we'll get the, the rundown when we uh, resume this here podcast in a couple or so weeks. Yuppers. It's been a it's been a blast. Um huge pleasure as always. Oh someone's gotta get a huge pleasure from visiting with me for an you hour. know all the pleasures. I'm soaking wet. I don't know if you are. Oh I am I am fairly damp, I must say. Mm -hmm. Not just so, in my pits. No, I uh yeah. Yeah, it's uh yeah, it's it's one of those one of those things. So mm -hmm. thank you for that. You're super welcome. No, thank you. <laughs> All right. We'll see you.